It's that home tonight, eh? Gonna turn it up, please. I'm home nice. Party at the bodega. What up, everybody? This is your man, Benz Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. How's everybody doing today? I hope everybody's doing swell. The main mass shooting suspect, Mr. Robert Card, was found dead with an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound. The mass shooting suspect was found by a dumpster. Robert Card, the suspect in Wednesday's massacre that killed 18 people in Lewiston, Maine, has been found dead, law enforcement sources told news sources. Law enforcement sources said that Maine State Police found Card on Friday night, 7.45 p.m. Our community can now breathe with a sigh of relief, Lewiston Police Department David St. Pierre says. He was found dead by the dumpster near a recycling plant in Lisbon Falls, Maine, with an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound, police confirmed. Police did not give an exact location. Authorities said that the suspect previously worked at the recycling plant, but did not immediately provide details. At a Friday night press conference, Maine Governor Janet Mills thanked local and state law enforcement for their help in finding card. This discovery is entirely thanks to the hundreds of local, county, state, and federal law enforcement members from all over and people from the states as well. People who searched tirelessly to arrive at this moment, Governor Mills said at the Friday night news conference. All right, Card was the subject of a two-day long manhunt that followed the mass shootings at the Spare Time Recreation Bowling Alley at Semengee's Bar and Grill. Hundreds of law enforcement officers, including FBI, SWAT, and the elite BORTAC Border Patrol Unit worked to locate Card, who was described as being armed and dangerous. All right, the main medical examiner released the identities of the 18 victims from Wednesday's shooting, which I'm not going to read everybody's age like that. Uh, so... They finally found him. I had a such I had like an expectation that he was gonna kill himself because everybody was looking for him. You know, they even had the FBI field uh, agents looking for him. Then they um, went to go get the people from the border uh, border patrol unit people down there, like in Phoenix, Arizona. I think that's where they stationed at. Not in Phoenix, Arizona, but they stationed in Arizona somewhere. They're, they're, they're elite um, border. As soon as they got them, I was like, they're going to find them. And, uh, you know, sometimes the news is kind of like diluted with more, with like, like misinformation. I believe, you see what I'm saying? Because I am a military um, personnel myself, ex-military, and they said this guy's an um, arms instructor. And I was like, man, y'all making this dude look like he's an elite personnel himself. I was like, nah, nah, you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure I was like thinking in my head like, he probably will kill himself or he's probably going to do something to get rid of himself because he's not, 
he probably not trying to go through all of that with the um He's not he's not trying to face prosecution. You see what I'm saying? He he freaking killed eighteen people. He went on a rampage, don't know why. Don't even know we don't even know the ulterior motives. The motives itself, why he killed eighteen people. Probably never gonna find out because now that he's dead. You see what I'm saying? So this, that was bad for the state of Maine and Lewiston, Maine. You know what I'm saying? Governor Janet Mills gave her uh, condolences and she thanked all of the law enforcement, local and state, and all of the um, agencies involved with the search of Mr. Robert Card. So, you know what I'm saying? That's how this story ends on that particular case. We're going to keep it moving with some more news. This is your man, Ben Pharrell, with Thinking Out Loud. You already know what time it is. You know what I'm saying? Salute. Salute. What's up, everybody? You already know that's that Harlem thing. I always got to keep saying that. I got to remember saying that thing right there all the time. All right, let's keep it moving. New York City sets up an office to give migrants one-way tickets out of town. Albany, New York, the New York City is intensifying efforts to transport migrants out of the city as its shelter system reaches full capacity, setting up a dedicated office to provide asylum seekers with free one-way tickets to anywhere in the world. That's funny. City Hall confirmed the establishment of a new reticketing center in Manhattan as its latest bid to ease pressure on its shelters and finances following the arrival of more than 130,000 asylum seekers since last year. Mayor Eric Adams, a Democrat, has described the situation as a crisis and has begun to warn that shelters are so full that migrants will soon be forced onto the streets as winter approaches. I cannot say this enough, you know. We are out of the room, he told reporters this week, and it's not if people will be sleeping on the streets, it's when we are at full capacity. The city's plan to offer migrants transportation bills upon previous efforts to send the asylum seekers elsewhere. Though the establishment of the dedicated reticketing center marks a renewed emphasis on the strategy, the city has stressed that the offer for travel is voluntary. Voluntary. The mayor's office has recently limited adult migrants to 30 days in the shelters and 60 days for migrants with families with children. Migrants, most of whom arrive without the legal ability to work, can reapply for housing if they are unable to find a new place to live. A spokeswoman for um, Mayor Adams said about 20,000 people have received either 30 or 60 day notices. Less than 20% of people who have exceeded the limits are still in the city's shelters. You heard that? Less than 20% of people who have exceeded the limits, the um, 30 days or 60 day notices, are still in city shelters. She said, she said city hall officials have said such statistics are proof that their policies are promoting migrants to find alternate housing. Um, Mayor Adams is also seeking to suspend a unique legal agreement that requires New York City to provide emergency housing to homeless people. All right. 
that right there, I don't think that's a good thing. Adams is also seeking to suspend a unique legal agreement that requires New York City to provide emergency housing to homeless people. No other major U.S. city has such a requirement. And that and the mayor's office has argued in court that the mandate was never meant to apply to an influx of migrants. A judge this month directed the city to enter mediation discussions with homeless advocacy groups to find a solution. The mayor's office said it has rushed to set up more than 200 emergency shelters to house migrants, including renting space in hotels and erecting large-scale facilities. More than 6,500 migrants are in the city shelters. Adams said he expects the influx to cost about $12 billion over the next three years. All right. Uh, that's a little damaging, don't you expect? Yeah, uh, the migrant influx been a problem the whole year. Uh, I see it everywhere, especially in airports. Since I've been traveling, the airport's been dealing with the migrants' influx. Yeah, I've already told y'all that. And so you people that started traveling this year, especially for the holiday season, don't be surprised if you see a bunch of uh, uh, undocuments and migrants and asylum seekers uh, uh, overcrowding the biggest airports in our nations. Don't you dare be surprised, because I, I done told you already, they over there, all right? So let's keep it moving. All right, a gunman opens fire on the city of Buffalo vehicle, all right, killing one employee and wounding two others. All right, so a gunman opened fires on a city, like the city workers for Buffalo, all right, Buffalo, New York, uh, Associated Press, the city of Buffalo, Employee was killed and two others were wounded Thursday when the city pickup truck they were in was struck by multiple bullets uh, by gunfire from a passing vehicle, state police says. The shooting in the southbound lanes of Interstate 190 just north of downtown Buffalo was reported at 1120 in the morning. State police were searching for a dark-colored Jeep Grand Cherokee believed involved in the shooting and asked other motorists who might have been traveling on that busy highway at the time to come forward with a dash camera video. We have several leads that, were, that we are working on, but currently we do not have a motive for the shooting, State Police Major Eugene Staniszewski said at a news conference, this is believed to be an isolated incident and we have no information that there is a threat ongoing to the community at this time. The victims were employees of the Buffalo Sewer Authority and had just finished a job when they were shot at as they drove back to the Sewer Authority building, Mayor Byron Brown says. The driver of the pickup truck tried to evade the gunfire but was struck along with the two passengers, um, Mayor Brown said. The driver survived. Who could have ever imagined that something like this would happen to three sewer authority employees as they are at work doing the right thing, doing the people's business, Brown said after meeting with the victims, relatives, and co-workers. This has to stop. One employee was in serious condition Thursday afternoon. The others had what were believed to be non-life-threatening injuries, Staniszewski said. Traffic cameras showed traffic 
in the southbound lane stopped when ambulance and several law enforcement vehicles in the roadway in the hours after the shooting. Traffic was diverted off the highway, which runs north and south through Buffalo, Niagara Falls from the main line New York State Thruway until about three in the afternoon. The names of the employees were not immediately released. Uh, that's one of them. And I'm probably going to have to um, discontinue this right here because my laptop needs to be powered up a little bit. I'm sorry I had to tell you my production background situation, but who cares? I'm telling you the news, all right? So three, I don't think one died. They said one, the driver died. looks like the driver's in critical condition based off of the article that I just read. So I don't think nobody died. Uh, the headlines was fucked up. They said killing one employee, but the article didn't mention anybody died. All right, the shooting happened on the southbound lanes of Interstate 190 north of downtown Buffalo was reported at 11:20 a.m. All right, so the city of the a city of city of Buffalo, the Buffalo, New York employee was killed and two others were wounded Thursday when the city pickup truck they were in was struck multiple times by gunfire from a passing vehicle. State police were searching for a dark-colored Jeep Grand Cherokee believed involved in the shooting and asked other motorists who might have been traveling on the busy highway at the time to come forward with a dash cam video. We have several leads that we are working on, but currently we do not have a motive for the shooting. State Police Major Eugene Staniszewski said at a news conference, this is believed to be an isolated incident and we have no information that there is a threat ongoing to the community at this time. The victims were employees of the Buffalo Sewer Authority and had just finished a job when they were shot at as they drove back to the Sewer Authority building. Mayor Brian Brown says, all right, so one employee was in serious condition Thursday afternoon. The other had what were believed to be non-life-threatening injuries, Staniszewski says. All right, uh, traffic cameras show traffic in the southbound lane stopped with an ambulance and several law enforcement vehicles in the roadway. And the hours after the shooting, traffic was diverted off of the highway which runs north and south through the Buffalo and Niagara Falls from the main line New York State Thruway, Thruway until about 3 p.m. The names of the employees were not immediately released. You see what I'm saying? Well, uh, I don't think nobody died. I think people got injured. That's it. All right. Who want to hear about death? We don't want to hear about nobody dying. Indeed. All right, so we're going to keep it moving. Houston murder suspect Corey Madison Kellett, 29 years old, arrested in Colorado. A Houston man accused of stabbing his brother to death has been arrested in Colorado. Corey Madison Kellett, 29 years old, was charged with murder and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon in connection to the deadly incident on September 28th. Police say Mr. Kellett stabbed his younger brother in the driveway of a Houston home in the 8200 block of Garden Oaks Drive. The younger brother, identified by authorities as a 23-year-old Robert Payne Stewart, 
was pronounced dead at the hospital. Police said the suspect was last seen fleeing from the scene in an Alfa Romeo sedan with paper tags on it. The Houston Marshal Service says their Southern District of Texas Gulf Coast Violent Offenders and Fugitive Task Force in Houston shared information that Mr. Kellett may have fled to Colorado and either the Denver metro area or the Boulder County area. The information was relayed to the U.S. Marshal Service Colorado Violent Offender Task Force in Denver. The U.S. Marshal Services says their investigators, with the assistance of ICE ERO Task Force officers and the Louisville Police Department, were able to locate Mr. Kellett outside of a business in downtown Louisville, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Louisville police transported him to the Boulder County Jail, and he's awaiting extradition Extradition to Houston. Uh, the U.S. Marshal Services says the arrest was the culmination of cooperative investigative efforts by Houston police, the U.S. Marshal Gulf Coast Violent Offenders and Fugitive Task Force, the U.S. Marshal's Colorado Violent Offender Task Force, and Louisville police, and ICE. So, this guy killed his little brother. I don't even know what the motives. I don't know what happened between him and his little brother. I don't know what compelled this man to kill his little brother. You know what I'm saying? That is uh, not good. That's messed up. I don't know the details uh, surrounding the situation where um, him and his brother, if, even if they got into it, I don't know if there were a triangle, love triangle between the two brothers. I have no clue. What are the details that just said that he stabbed his little brother? I think I covered this. I think I don't, I don't believe I covered this because I was extremely busy. I was traveling at the time of September and the end of September. So I don't think I covered this at all, but I don't know the details of him. I'm looking for it right now. Uh, I'm looking for details right now and to see if I can find any. And Houston suspect Corey Madison Keller wanted in the deadly stabbing of a man on Gardens Park Drive. So let me give you the details. Let me see if this going to try to shed some light to the situation between the two brothers. So the Houston suspect, Corey Madison, Kellett wanted in the deadly stabbing of a man in Gardens Park's drive. The Houston Police Department is searching for a 29-year-old Corey Madison Kellett in connection with a stabbing that occurred on Thursday, September 28th. This is the initial report that I'm um, telling you people. Uh, in the original report, police said that they responded to a call about a victim on 8200 block of Garden Parks Drive. Uh, investigators say they learned Mr. Kellett and the victim got into an argument in the driveway before the attack, according to multiple witnesses' statements. Police say that the victim, 23-year-old, suffered multiple wounds and was taken to the HCA Houston Healthcare Clear Lake, where he was pronounced dead. Officials say Mr. Kellett was identified as the suspect following an investigation. Kellett is charged with murder and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, but he has not been located. According to police, the suspect was last seen fleeing in a white four-door Alfa Romeo sedan with paper plates. Police are searching for any information to lead up to this, um, to connect, um, Mr. Connett arrest, but they got him in Colorado, Denver, Colorado, the metro area, which I just gave y'all. You see what I'm saying? So, 
The man that was accused of the stabbing of his little brother, Corey Madison Collette, 29 years old, was charged with murder and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon in connection of an incident that happened on September 28th. So that's the information. But I still don't have the details on what really happened between the two. See what I'm saying? So a heated argument happened in the driveway, you know, of 8200 block of Garden Oaks Drive. That's the proper address, I guess. The younger brother identified by authorities as 23-year-old Robert Payne Stewart was pronounced dead at the hospital. Police said the suspect was last seen fleeing from the scene with a white sedan vehicle, an Alfa Romeo with, with, paper tape, with, paper, with paper plates on it, excuse me. The U.S. Marshals Services says their Southern District of Texas Gulf Coast Violent Offenders and Fugitive Task Force in Houston shared information that Mr. Kellett may have fled the, to the Colorado in either the Denver metro area or the Boulder County area. The information was relayed to the U.S. Marshals Service Colorado Violent Offender Task Force in Denver. The U.S. Marshals Services said their investigators with the assistance of ICE ERO task force officers and the Louisville Police Department that's in Colorado were able to locate Kelly Kellett outside of a business in downtown Louisville, Colorado. Louisville police transported his ass to the Boulder County Jail and he is awaiting extradition extradition to the Houston um the US Marshal Services says their arrest was culmination was culmination culminated of cooperative investigative efforts by Houston police, the U.S. Marshals, Gulf Coast, Violent Offenders, and Fugitive Task Force. You know, you know, the, you know the rest of the details. So that's what it is. Still, we ain't got the the the. We ain't get to the root core of what really happened between the two brothers. But anyway, excuse me. We're gonna keep it going to some more news. Houston murder suspect. Montavious Terrell Wright, accused of trying to escape from custody. A man is accused of shooting and killing his supervisor at a Houston office building last year, is now facing a new charge for allegedly trying to escape from custody. Court records show Mr. Montavious Terrell Wright, 28 years old, is facing a felony escape charge for an incident that happened in the Harris County Joint Processing Center on Wednesday. According to court documents, Mr. Wright allegedly found and changed into civilian clothes on the secure side of the joint processing and the joint processing center, and then waited by an exit door to escape. Court documents allege Mr. Wright tried to escape when someone went out of the door, but the door closed and locked before he was able to exit the building. Wright is also charged with murder and the deadly shooting of Duran Kelly. 48 years old, his supervisor on March 16, 2022, at an office building in Houston's Greenway Plaza. Officers responded to the building around noon and found Mr. Kelly with a gunshot wound to the head. There was a massive law enforcement response as SWAT and officers searched the surrounding area for the suspect. Wright was later located in his vehicle at his residential building in downtown Houston and taken into custody. Uh, Wright was released on bond for the murder charge in April 2022. However, jail records show he ended up back behind bars in December 2022 after picking up a new charge of providing false information for NCIS background. 
I don't know what the acronym for NCIS means, especially in Harris County. Have no idea. Uh, they didn't specify in this article. Uh, he picked up another charge. This guy just keeps making consecutive bad decisions. I don't know what's wrong with him. He do kind of look retarded. I'm looking at his picture, but that's me. I shouldn't even be judging him like that. But he do kind of look goofy as fuck, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just keep it G with you. I'm looking at his photo. He look mad stupid, bro. I don't know. But anyway, we're going to cut this apple pie short and sweet. I done gave you the news that you needed to hear, and I'm going to hit you off with some more goddamn news. Don't even worry about it. You already know what time it is. This is how I do it over here. This is your man, Benz Pharrell, with Thinking Out Loud. All right? You already know what to do. Just go follow me on Instagram. Type box Benji in the search engine. That is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. You could do that for TikTok as well, where I'm most active on Box Benji, that is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I, all right? I'm watching me some college football, Texas A&M. It's up 24. Their record is 4-3. You see what I'm saying? They're playing South Carolina, whose record is very tarnished at this time. And they got 17 points. You see what I'm saying? So go Texas A&M. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to hoop for Texas A&M because those are my peoples over there. College, shout out to College Station. All right, I'm going to holler at you later. This is Thinking out loud peace Boom. it's the home night turn it up please turn it up please i love with turn it up please them nights party at the boat